0: Let's go, Bruins. Let's go, Bruins. Oh, it's about that time. Welcome to the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast, bringing you everything Baldwin Athletics, including news, game breakdowns, analysis, interviews, and much, much more. Prepare for the laughs, hot takes, hard questions, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Blaine Harding and Sidney Herrera.
1: Hi listeners, welcome back to another episode of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Today we will be speaking with the coach and captains of Baldwin's cross country team.
0: Hi, this is Mr. Buckley. Hi, this is Chauncey St. Jean. And this is
2: Carter Haskins.
1: So the first question is going to be for Coach Buckley. Can you tell us a little bit about your past with cross country and like how you first got into it, um, what your training used to be like and how you try to implement like things that you learned in the past from your past training into how you teach your athletes?
3: Sure. Yeah. Uh, So this is maybe only my fourth or fifth year coaching cross country. Um, We started, I I guess it may have been when you were a freshman or maybe the year before that, the the sort of the COVID time. So I took over for uh, Coach Paul Schaefer, who had been here since 1999. Um, And uh, I was the boys assistant track coach uh, starting in 2000. 12 or 2013 um, so I'd done that for a while um, I ran in high school at Chaminade High School uh, cross country and track there um, didn't run in college but but kind of kept up with it and uh, I still compete now I run a lot of New York Roadrunner races uh, so I'm uh, a lot slower <laughs> than I was in the past uh, it doesn't get any easier as I get older but I, I'll be running the New York City Marathon this year Uh, for the ninth time. Oh, wow. And and I'll be running the Boston Marathon, hopefully, fingers crossed, in April. Um, So that'll be number 10, 10th marathon. Um, So I still, you know, I'm still active like that. So, uh, you know, uh, as far as uh, distance running... it's a tough sell for a lot of kids, so to get kids to come out from the track season and to come early uh, before school starts in the summer and to put in the time over the summer, these guys will tell you um, that we're here before the week before school starts and uh, and we try to get together over the summer to, to do workouts over the summer. Uh, so uh, we're always looking for people to try something new and uh, it's one of the things that if you put the time in, um, and you're willing to dedicate yourself to it, you will see, uh, you will see results. You will see a return in that investment. Um, so, really, volume. You know, we work on volume. We work on miles and distance. Uh, we work on uh, uh, on speed, and we work on uh, you know. Uh, uh, trying to carry that speed through the distance of a 5K race. So these these athletes compete in 4K and 5K, which is 2.5 and 3.1 miles. So, uh, I mean, these guys will tell you when they started out, it was, you know, it was rough. But, uh, but the more time they put in, the easier it gets.
1: Okay, so what do you guys love about cross country? How did you get into it? Why do you do it? Why do you love it?
2: All right, so... I guess I got into cross country my sophomore year of high school, so I really, I really had no plans on running long distance. And my friend at the time, Ava Jean, well, she's my friend, but so she pretty much persuaded me to do cross country. And so at that point, I, it was just like a hobby, and you know, I was, ne- I never thought I was going to take it as serious as I am today. But then I guess just. Um, Getting into the season and, you know, Buckley said, the first 5Ks were uh, pretty rough. I was running for 30 minutes, running the woods for 30 minutes. So that was, it was a fun time. And then, but as I, you know, I kept trying, I kept pushing myself and I saw the times go down and I, I guess that's when I started actually, I started liking the sport. Like I saw that I had potential in it and I think that's what pretty much drove me or kept me going
0: i um, What got me started in this sport was like basketball. I always wanted to get in shape for basketball. I wanted to be able to run up and down the court without getting tired. So I thought cross country was the perfect fit for me. Um, I started my freshman year. I started because of my friend, Melise Williams. And then it just, the sport kind of just grew on to me. And I started caring more about the effort I was putting into practice. And it was more like a mental aspect of the sport.
1: Okay, so what is one of the most important lessons or habits you try to instill in your players and why?
3: Uh, just to kind of build off what Chauncey said, uh, it's a mental, it's a very mental thing. Uh, you know, you've, you've got that time in your head, uh, 30 minutes, uh, and, you know, it could be alone uh, with your thoughts. Uh, so uh, a lot of the younger runners, uh, when you tell them to run for 30 minutes, they'll lose focus or give up or, or start walking. And, uh, and I I think it is a very mental thing, you know, to push through to know or to have the confidence that, uh, that you the human body can, can endure this, (laughs) uh, that, uh, that if you simply, uh, make the resolve to, to not stop, to keep going, um, you know, uh, and the more you do that and the more time you put in practice, uh, you know, the easier it gets and the faster it gets. And uh, and then you can start thinking about things like pace uh, and time and uh, and what place you come in in a particular race. Uh, so I think, you know, I think that is a good even like life lesson, uh, uh, you know, the perseverance in uh in the face of adversity, even though the adversity is something, you know, uh, you kind of got yourself into it, you know, <laughs> you chose to, to do cross country. Um, but there is a, a very mental aspect to that. And, uh, you know, and these guys will tell you like, you know, we'll go practice at, uh, at other places, or we've been to Hempstead Lake, uh, you know, where they're running for an hour. Um, And that's not something everyone can do. Uh, And they can take this with them in the rest of their life, you know, knowing that they can do something that most people would maybe just prefer not to do or not put the time or effort into.
1: So the next question is for you two. And obviously cross-country is a lot of running. So what do you do to motivate not only yourselves but your team when you're tired? Because you guys are captains, so naturally you're a leader for everybody else.
0: I, I, I try to... When I'm tired, I just think about the goal. It's like the goal is not to finish practice. I mean, it is to finish practice, but it's more like I'm doing this for the meat. I'm not doing this just because I want to. I'm doing this because I have a goal. And I try to, like, all my peers around me, I try to install that into them. I'm like, when you're done with the season, you're going to think about it. You're going to be like, dang, I could have did better. Or, dang, I really
2: did good. You know, I was told, um, like, During your race, you're going to feel bad when it's over, no matter what. Like, you could, like, so slowing down really doesn't make sense because as soon as you cross the line or as soon as you finish, you're going to feel terrible. So you might as well just do your best, and at least mentally you feel better about, you know, getting that PR or getting in front of that
3: person. And I'll just jump here and say, uh, in here, and say that these two captains, Chauncey uh, and Carter, are... uh, Just fantastic role models. Uh, So uh, Chauncey's younger brother, Mike, is on the team, and Rohan's younger brother, uh, Karan, is also the two freshmen on the team. So I think the uh, reverberations of the influence that Chauncey and Carter are going to have on this team are going to be felt for a long time. Um, just the the positive uh, the, the the positive role model uh, that that they give for the younger the younger kids and uh, and just the specific guidance. You know, uh, I had a, a two-hour meeting at school yesterday, and I knew without fail that Chauncey and Carter were going to run practice until I got out. And, you know, and just having those two reliable guys on the team is, is uh, you know it's worth uh, it's pretty priceless.
1: So, I know you guys said that the races are really long and it's like a mental thing. So, what are some things you guys do like to, like, you guys think about during the races to keep yourself entertained or keep yourself, like, going?
2: Okay, I'll say for races, um, it may seem long, but really, there's, you're running with like 80 to 100 other guys. There's always something happening. There's like the person on left of you is like tripping. the the floor, or not the floor, but the dirt is like sand and it feels terrible, or you're on a hill and you feel it everywhere in your legs. So there's always like a constant um, stimulus and so your brain is always um, pretty much reacting to what's going on around you as you also try to calculate like your pace and how much you have to do. But I also will say during practice, (laughs) the only way that I keep going, I like to um, sing in my head sometimes. I think we're not allowed to listen to music while we around. So you gotta work it. so I find the workaround around doing that.
1: What like songs do you usually
2: say? Um, do you know the the Ariana Grande song? That <laughs> does keep breathing.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, that helps.
2: Okay. Um to build on what Carter said, like,
0: there's always something happening during the meets. Like the meets are not that long. It's just like for me, it's always somebody like like tripping, there's always like some dust in your eye. There's always something going on during the meets. And it's just like, I, while I'm running, I'm thinking about my day. I'm thinking about, oh, I have to go past that person. This person is breathing too hard. We got to get by him. This guy's trying to race me. I have to keep going. And it's just like, it's
3: never boring. It's always something going on during the meets. So, uh, uh what I. Prepare. I'm running for not just 30 minutes, but sometimes an hour and 30 minutes, or two hours, because you know my long runs on the weekends tend to be 15, 16. Sometimes you know I'll do it at least one 18 and 20 miler before the marathon. So that takes a long, long time. <laughs> so that's a long that's... time alone with your thoughts. So like I'll uh, and I don't listen to music, which uh, during that time, which I don't. Most people. Uh, ask me how I do that it's just uh, it's time for me to process my thoughts and uh, plan out the rest of my week and uh, uh, it's almost like uh, one of the most peaceful times I get you know uh, at home there's always something to do and someone who needs to be picked up uh, but but this uh, this time is like uh, just kind of time alone with my thoughts
1: so would you say like you guys look at running as therapeutic and me?
3: I would say
0: it's very calming and therapeutic. Like, you get a lot of time to yourself and think about your day, reflect on your actions while you're running. And it's like, it's hard, but when you have all these thoughts going through your head, it really becomes
2: easier. Yeah, it's the easiest, or I guess it's the best time to, you know, process what happened during the day and plan the future, I guess.
1: Okay, so what do you look for in your athletes during practices or meets, and what do you wish for them to know about you when joining cross country? Because you'd be a big part of their lives.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll start with that. You know, I just want them to know that uh, that I'm still competitive, and I expect them to be competitive. That uh, that we're here to. Uh, to not just be alone with our thoughts and have this therapeutic thing, but we're here to, uh, to compete, you know? Uh, so, uh, you know, these guys will tell you, I'll, I'll kind of give them a punch on the shoulder if they're not you know, pulling their weight during a race, you know, I'll give them a good punch on the shoulder when they do good and they come through the line, uh, with a good time. Um, but yeah, I mean, we do spend a lot of time together. Um, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll definitely miss these two guys. Like I said, just the last couple of years. In fact, was it there was one year you didn't want to come out? I had to, I like, <laughs> had to come find you. you. Yes, yeah, so Chauncey. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm glad he did come back and, and stick with it. But uh, but like I said, we're you know, uh, I want uh, athletes to know that I still compete, and I want uh, and I want them to compete. I want them to be real competitors.
1: Okay, so I know that your parents can't see you when you're running deep into the woods. So how, did, how is your support system at your meets?
2: Um, I will say, so during the course, there are a few, like, points where, it's like, I guess parents or coaches will be, and they'll cheer on um, their team, teammates and whatnot. So, I mean, we only have one coach, so we can only be at one spot. But what I like to do is, this might sound a little weird or not, or like crazy, but for other coaches cheering on, like, their athletes that are next to me, I take that as I need to run faster than they do. Like, they're getting, they're getting their support, which means they're going to they're gonna start going faster. So I need to go in faster than that. So that's how I kind of keep my momentum and my pace.
0: Um, I feel like I get a lot of support from people running. Like, cross-country runners, they're really friendly, like you could be running next to somebody and they'll push you to go fast with them they'll be like come on let's go and I feel like I get a lot of support from that and also I agree with what Carter said when their coaches are calling for their athletes to go past you it's kind of like motivation like I can't let it's you get by me it, yeah.
1: okay listeners that's it for the questions now let's go on to our bear spot segment how many laps are there in a three thousand two hundred meter race? Oh, <laughs>
0: eight laps.
1: <laughs> what term is known as race pace?
0: Race pace is as fast as you could go.
1: What are most U.S. tracks made of? Uh, rubber. How long is a five k cross country race?
0: Three point one miles.
1: What is the hardest cross country course in New York?
0: Sunken Meadow.
3: We're what going there on Friday <laughs>
1: <laughs> What is the best thing to eat In preparation for a long run
3: uh, Bananas
1: What country did cross country Start in
3: um,
2: Probably like the UK or something
1: How long is a high school race
3: As long as you want it to be
1: <laughs> <laughs> What man was the first man to run a mile In four minutes
3: uh, Bannister, Roger Bannister
1: How many runners score in Cross Crunchy
3: um, is it it's top seven
1: <laughs> coach is <helping laughs> some cheat by the
2: way it's top seven
1: so their score was a hundred percent how do you guys feel did you think you would do this good
3: we're well, running expert oh,
1: oh you're running expert okay. <laughs> yes. okay I'm
3: surrounded by greatness and it's remote. Uh, so just to end uh, we had an exciting uh, happening this season so uh, we've got a junior Paul Fleck uh who ran the fastest 5K in Baldwin history um, on a flat course at Eisenhower Park. So you got to take that into consideration. Uh, But he ran 15 minutes and 51 seconds. Um, And the former coach, Coach Schaefer, uh, came to watch him run. And we had to look up the records and the coach even before him, Lenny Florio, who was a longtime uh, teacher in Baldwin, coach in Baldwin, and social studies teacher here. Uh, reti- he retired in uh, the late '90s. Um, Coach Florio, a, a New York State track official, came and and had some of these Baldwin records um, that had had been on the books, uh, you know, since the nine, '80s and '90s. So uh, it's an exciting thing for our season, and we wish him the best. Um, and uh, you know, we hope uh, he's going to make it to all the postseason events, and it'll be uh, fun for us as. Uh, Uh, you know as his coach and his teammates to to watch him compete
2: um if you're looking to do any sort of speed or long distance training there's always the winter track season and there's always pre-season so um inquire with me about it thank you
1: and that's going to be it for our Baldwin Bruin Sports Podcast episode this week. Thank you guys for coming out and telling the viewers about your sports. And we will see you on the next episode.
0: Bye, guys. Bye. 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 That'll do it for this edition of the Baldwin Bruin Sports Podcast. Tune in next week for more interviews, hot takes, and everything. Baldwin Sports, and be sure to follow us on social media at Bruins Podcast.